everyone, this is Irliana Samsara back again with another edition of Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology, the 61st episode. So, yes, the long awaited podcast episode on Los Angeles. Here it is. Um, I just happened to check the, the astrology of the moment, and uh, it's really interesting because here I am just about to talk about uh, showbiz, capital of the world, right? Well, the, the sun is making, it's, it's this finger of God. It's like a fated placement right now. It's just temporary, you know, as these things pass. But the moon, uh, the sun in Leo, 18 degrees, is in a yod. And, and it's a, this fateful finger of God, um, uh, interesting um, configuration in the chart of the moment. And Leo rules show business, and uh, the Yod is what's making up this fated placement. It's like God is saying, you need to talk about show business. Uh, and I told her, okay, <laughs> I will now. Um, the other part, the, it's like a Yod is in the shape of a funnel. And if you imagine the, the, the narrow end of the funnel, the sun is it right now is in this narrow end of that funnel, and the other, the outer edge of that funnel is uh, Jupiter on one side, Jupiter in Capricorn, and on the other side is um, is Neptune in Pisces. So um, Pisces also, you know, and Neptune rules um, movies, you know, movies and, and the arts and entertainment and inspiration and dance, music, etc. Jupiter, on the other hand, money, you know, in, in the sign of Capricorn, those in power. So, uh, yes, I'm, I'm here to talk to you about this. Uh, so my feeling is uh, I looked at the chart of L.A. And it's really fascinating because you can really see in any city's chart. And it's called mundane astrology. When you look at cities and countries and such, uh, the birth charts of, of those things, um, it really represents the consciousness and the culture and the, the, the consciousness uh, of the city, the kind of cultural archetype that, it, that it, will, it comes to represent. So I found it really fascinating. And I have to say a chuckle because, you know, all the things that we know and love about L.A. and, and the things we hate, you know, <laughs> and can't stand um, are all very uh, well represented, of course, as it would be for any, any city. Um, I should probably do New York next after this this episode because that's where I'm from, and of course I have a love affair with both cities. Los Angeles is is for a New Yorker. Los Angeles is the city that you know we love to hate. It's this, this love hate relationship that that, that uh, you know has gone on. Of course, when you think about it, most um, the people in LA who have moved there, most of them are just they're just <laughs> displaced New Yorkers. So whatever, what can I tell you? Anyway, moving along here, um, it's really fascinating to uh, to look at this. So I'm going to talk about the just the current uh, the, the the situation at large about LA, and then the current situation with transits. And then there was an eclipse on the Uranus, which is really what spurred me to have this conversation with you guys. Um, the um, you guys see New York comes creeping out. I can't help it. You know, it's like like in, in My Fair Lady when they, they groomed her to, to speak the king's English and then she got excited and what happened? She 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 blew it out at the at the Ascot horse race and she, she came out with her cockney, you know, accent. So <laughs> that's me. So anyway, um as I was saying, uh yeah, the initial conversation or the initial reason I wanted to have this is because of several months ago I noticed that um in the progressed chart of Los Angeles, in other words, not the birth chart, but where Los Angeles has moved, has progressed, what influences are happening now, where they've evolved to from the day they were founded. So the city of Los Angeles was founded in 1781. So it, it goes back. It's almost as old as the United States. Of course, back then it was, you know, these Spanish missions and, and all that stuff. Um, so, um, but there was, a, there was an eclipse on Uranus, which, and it was a very big eclipse, as, as we've shared before. You know, the one that happened over the summer, the solar eclipse at zero cancer. It's a huge game changer for leadership, cardinal sign, uh, certainly for the United States because we're a cancer country and um and and such 
But being that, and you might think, you know, oh, I don't, what do I want to listen to this episode for? I, I don't live in L.A. I'm not working in the film business, you know, so what? Well, okay, yes, it would definitely apply to, to all the people who are in Los Angeles that do work in the entertainment industry and even who are not in L.A. because let's face it, it's the epicenter, it's the business, it's the hub of the worldwide uh, industry. So you don't have to work on Wall Street to say I work on Wall Street. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a generic term. And um, because it is the movie capital of the world and entertainment, um, and so much of it still comes out from Los Angeles, even though we're now digital global, <coughs> excuse me, we do uh, look at this. Um, because it is um, it's certainly, um, you know, the people in power um, are always holding the, the, they're at the levers of consciousness. They're, they have their hands on the levers of consciousness. So whoever is in power controls the consciousness. I and mean, that, that, that's true of whether it's politics or what have you. And of course, what we see in, in the screens, on, on TV screens and, and movie screens, uh, remember movie screens? I know, don't even get me started. Um, with, um, you know, when we see these things, and, you know, it is certainly a, a, a great um, influencer of consciousness. So, um, you know, as that, as LA goes, so goes really the consciousness of the planet in, in a large part. So I'm here to say that, you know, there are vast changes ahead. Some of them are not comfortable. When an eclipse happens on Uranus, uh, you know, it's, Uranus is upheaval and upset and uh, things shifting in, in a very quick manner that can be very, uh, feel like you're out of control. Uh, however, the, um, you know, as, as, I, as I always want to remind people, Uranus is also called the great liberator. So it's really liberating LA and, and you know, you could say the entertainment industry at large and everything that that comes to represent for the planet it is liberating us in ways that we needed. Uranus might make you, you know, throw, it's like the picnic blanket that you, you throw it up in the air and all the silverware and food goes, whoa, and flying around, right? And, and, then, it, and then it lands. Uh, so the things that, um, you know, so it is, it is very jarring, but um, it's something that has to happen. The liberator, the great liberator, they, it, Uranus is your friend. You know, even though it makes us uncomfortable, we are all, you know, addicted to comfort. Uh, and But it's here to we move beyond the comfort zone and liberate us on things where we have been stuck, where we have felt complacency, where there has been um, no progress. So Uranus is in the sign of Taurus right now. So this Uranus conversation we're having here actually applies to, um, it's very strong for Los Angeles. Uh, Uranus, in, in this chart of Los Angeles, Uranus is in, the, is in Cancer, in, it's two degrees of Cancer, in the seventh house, which would be, you know, business partnerships, alliances, <clears throat> things like that, things of that nature. Cancer being a cardinal sign, Clearly, Uranus ruling the internet and broadcasting, you know, electronic media and uh, technology. You know, clearly this is uh, a sign of a, of a, a sea change. Uh, when I say sea change, I, I mean, you know, well, it can be symbolic and, and literal as well. So metaphorically, the sea change would be in leadership because, of course, can cancer being a cardinal sign. And when a solar eclipse falls on a point or next to a point in, in your chart, or in this case, a city or chart, there are vast changes. It's the close of a chapter and the beginning of a new one. And since it has to do with leadership, and it's also, Cancer is, a, is ruled by the moon, and it's, it's, it's feminine energy. It's receptive, and it's feminine. So there is the divine feminine that has been birthed so powerfully uh, throwing off that toxic mantle, especially we saw it very much with the Harvey Weinstein, Me Too, you know, throwing that off and being liberated from that once and for all, where we can be free, literally, you know, Uranus is all about freedom and independence and individuality and, uh, you know, marking one's own unique niche. Uh, 
So, um, you know, this is not a bad thing. This is something that has, has been needing to happen for a long time. Uh, so the eclipse that happened on June, it was a summer solstice eclipse, if you recall, it was June 20th. That was um, zero degrees, you know, critical degree, major changes. And that was right next to the Uranus of Los Angeles. So yes, a lot of changes in leadership around partnerships, you know, who LA partners with and um, working relationships um, with um and one-to-one relationships is what also the seventh house also um, represents. The other part is that it's making a very, it's making a challenging aspect. It's called an inconjunct with the sign of Pluto. So we have Pluto at four degrees in Aquarius, ruled by Uranus. So again, there is this, it's an uncomfortable, requires compromise. It can be stressful but it requires compromise in order to work itself out. But this is definitely a, a kind of, it can be a, an almost, you know, with Pluto there, it can be this kind of cathartic um, experience, emotional and cathartic and uh, purgative, you know, like just routing out the deepest, uh, most stuck aspects that of, of the culture that have held back people and have not connected us, whether you're a resident of LA or just the, the film industry, if you were to perhaps consider this, not saying it's gospel truth, but you might consider this like a, a pulse point or the aorta valve of the heart. You know, it's this major, it's not the whole heart, but it certainly <laughs> governs a lot of it, like the heart of the film industry. This is requiring um, a lot of uh, shifting of money and finance around because in this chart, you know, LA has Pluto in the second house of money and Pluto rules the wealth of others, you know, like the plutocracy, you know, and billionaires and big money wealth and banks and banking systems. So this innovation causing this kind of sea change in, in how money is spent, where, where it is spent, how it is spent, uh, you know, how it's shared, this is, this is definitely, um, these are things that are coming up for Los Angeles. The uh, other Uranus conversation that I'm seeing here in this chart is that transiting Uranus, which has been in the sign of Taurus for the last two years, Uranus is now just parking its wild revolutionary butt right on Chiron, Los Angeles' Chiron. So it's at 10 degrees right now. And it is sitting on Chiron, and it's going to sit there for a while. On on in five days, Uranus is going to literally stop, you know, in the skies, apparent motion, and go retrograde. So our Uranus retrograde is about what five months. So it's going to be at that ten degree point. Hmm. Let me pull up my chartaroo here. It's going to be on that point, and I'll tell you in a minute what that's going to, what that means for, for Angelinos, uh, 10 degrees, 42 minutes, and it's going to be there all through the rest of this month, so the next three weeks, and then all of September. So it won't move off that exact 10 degree point until September 25th. Uh, very interesting. Um, now, the exact exact to the minute will be September 4th for Los Angeles for that Chiron. But you're looking at, you know, there's going to be a stepping back, right? Every time you have a retrograde, it's a stepping back. So it's, it's, like, it's like Los Angeles and the film industry is reviewing, you know, how's, how are these things going and what needs to be reexamined in terms of our values in Taurus, our possessions, our lovely little luxury, you know, Manny Petty, Rodeo Drive, right? This is Uranus and Taurus. We're looking at a, it, everything differently. And uh, this is a stepping back from our, like if you have your daily routine of, you know, going to, you know, whether it's boutiques or any kind of lavish, you know, expenditures of oneself and or the, the desire to, this is a radical change in, in value systems. So that is going to be going on um, for, you know, certainly most strongly August, September. It'll retrograde down to nine degrees for most of October. 
So it'll be really strong. It'll slightly wane, you know, in November and all. But then in the first week of January, it stops at six degrees and it goes back again onto that point. And that point is going to be uh, for 2021, that 10 degree point. It will be back in the month of um, April. So it'll be around April 18th, exact for the city of LA on April, about April 27th, excuse me. And uh, yeah, and then it'll march forward and it will be through into early May, that 10 degree point, and then it'll keep going. It's moving through the sixth house of Los Angeles. So what does this all mean? Well, it's definitely a reorganization of values, a, a rethinking of what really makes us free. You know, is it running up a $2,000 bill on face cream at the Neiman Marcus counter? You know, it's like, and I know, you know, there are wealthy women that could easily do that. Um, And, you know, this is really revisiting what's important to us and what's, and how can we best serve too? I would say in the sixth house, it's all about service and work, day jobs, daily work. You know, like your day job is, is the sixth house. So the, the collective day job of service of, um, you know, we're in the business of movies. So Venus ruling the sixth house cusp of Los Angeles. Yeah, what is Venus? You know, the screen goddess. And, you know, they have natal Venus and Libra. It's the most perfect sign. I mean, you could not have a more perfect chart for what Los Angeles has been and what it's here to become. So um, with that Uranus transit over very, you know, intense over the next few months, and then back again in April into May, you're looking at a whole realignment of money, of values, possessions, personal finances, right? Taurus ruling the banks, stocks, stock market, personal finances. Chiron, it's on that Chiron. Well, you know, Chiron in our own chart is where we, where does the wounding that we must look at, like our Achilles heel, well, um, you know, in, in the chart of a, a mundane chart, Chiron would rule like the economy, the economy of Los Angeles, the local economy. So the day-to-day economy. Sixth house, traditionally ruled by Virgo. You're looking at crafts or craftspeople, you know, workers, like, day, you know, hard, strong, durable, you know, reliable workers. You, I think of like craftspeople, like gaffers and electricians and you know, production people and film sets, things like that. So this is a major rehaul we're looking at. Yes, there's a dissolution of things, uh, but it's of things that needed to be shifted. Um, Uranus is here to liberate us and it, it puts us, it will put us when it's done with its transits and over our sensitive points in a better place, having um, upgraded our value system, you could say. And to, to think more in terms of, you know, what benefits others, you know, in, 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 in Taurus, it might be, well, instead of like self-gratification, you know, this endless, that, that's been the wounding of LA, right? This, uh, this like obsessive self-gratification or uh, glorification of the goddess, but, but to an extreme where it could also, where it's just wonderful to worship the divine feminine, but we're in a point where it can, you know, leave people feeling like lesser than, you know, like, hey, I'm not beautiful according to those standards of, you know, of beauty. And this is reinventing, you know, what does it mean to be beautiful? What does it mean to be beautiful, um, you know, as a collective for, for LA to, to embrace? So, uh, you know, different standards of beauty, um, reaching across the table and, you know, being embracing diversity and thinking of world culture, world community, you know, things of that nature. So that's, that's kind of a, yeah, that's an interesting little take um, about this. And uh, of course, we have our big Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto freight train. Where's that occurring? In the second house of money and personal possessions. It's ruled by Venus. Oh my goodness, the ruler of that Uranus retrograde. So again, the money system and our comfort zones are all being, you know, called up. Um, this uh, Uranus, I mean, sorry, the uh, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, as you know, I call it the Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto freight train. It is actually squaring the north and south node of Los Angeles. 
So the north node in LA is in the sign of Aries. Next month, Mars retrograde right over those nodes and squaring that freight train. It's going to be showdown at the OK Corral for everybody around the planet, certainly in the United States, and uh, most sensitively in Los Angeles. I'm not saying that other cities aren't affected, but as we see in the news, it has been enormous, uh, the, this COVID, the, the toll of COVID, of what is happening, what is occurring. I just happened to look on the Twitter feed before getting hopping on this podcast, and there were, there were, somebody had a camera. There was lines and lines for food banks, you know, right now so in Los Angeles. So this is definitely a challenging time, the, you know, the status quo and the uh, infrastructure of the city, you know, getting tested against making that T-squared. So it's, it's a dynamic. It's like, where does change have to occur? You know, well, in the North Node in Aries is like to be self-determined, to be um, being leaders. And uh, certainly, you know, in the fifth house here, it's a noon chart, you know, it's got it in the fifth house. Entertainment, Leo, right? To be the world leader in entertainment. Okay, there it is, 26 Aries. Yep, I got it. But with that freight train squaring it, it's like, okay, uh, let's, we can be leaders, but let's remove the toxicity and let's reinvent ourselves from the bottom up. Let's have Black Lives Matter be the foundation, the diversity, the, um, the diversity of, of all people and getting equal representation, equal pay. You know, women in entertainment, right? The women everywhere have been getting lesser pay and have put up with that for far too long. This is definitely calling that forward to stand up for oneself in the in, in these matters of the entertainment industry about striking out and being courageous, uh, being bold and courageous and creative with these around these uh, subjects and, and elements. And so, um, you know, embracing, um, I, I would say, perhaps letting go of a kind of uh, you know, um, selfish-driven um, conceit, you could say, that doesn't serve um, to build networks and instead build networks that are really about um, assisting each other, holding light for each other. Yeah, I know. It's like, in L- and isn't that funny? Because in L.A., it's like, oh, no, you know, like, I'm your friend until, and I use you until, you know how we, you know, the whole thing, climbing one's way to the top, and, oh, yeah, sure, you're my friend, and then all of a sudden you get famous, and it's like, uh, who, you know, Mary Jane who? You know, do I know you? And <laughs> so uh, I laugh, but it's not funny. Uh, you know, there has been, uh, that has been part of the culture. It's very much in the chart here. So, um, but this is, this this freight train is saying, no, 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 that's been toxic, and that is not our um, value system anymore. So it's getting changed. So that is a, that's just a little off the cuff thing here. Oh, and another thing I have to say too is um, in the progressed chart, where LA is right now, the sun is lined up with the progressed midheaven. So in other words, the public reputation, the public, uh, how the public sees LA is, um, is shifted and it's now sitting right on that Chiron. So it's all bunched up. You have transiting Uranus, progressed sun, and midheaven. So these are all very important points and powerful generators of change. The sun, in other words, it's shining its light on this particular topic right now. It's shining its light on how are we going to reinvent ourselves newly, coming from the future, not from the past, coming from we, not me. Yeah, I'll say that again. Coming from we, not me. That would be a major uh, conversation for, for Los Angeles. It's pretty amazing. Oh. All right, let's see. Is there anything else I wanted to say about this? Um, yeah, you know how for many years we've been hearing about how much production work has left L.A.? And yeah, um, you know, we've got a, um, we have transiting Neptune 
is is a has been opposing the sun. L.A. is a Virgo city. Work, 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 work. Right? Obsessive. Too much anxiety. Too much thinking. You think New York was bad? Oh my God! L.A.'s got a sun in Virgo conjunct the ascent, the mid heaven. It's like where they shine their light is work and service, and you know it's ruled by Mercury, right? So it's the the uh, and Mercury's in Leo. So ta-da! Showbiz, hard work, showbiz. Uh, but also, I think of Virgo as like craftspeople, service workers, you know, the cameramen and the electricians, and what do they call that, below the line, you know, like in, in, in film jargon. And so it has made its, and it's the sun is sitting exactly 12 degrees, sitting right on that angle. So that, it's like you could say that LA built its backbone on hardworking people from way before even the, you know, remember this is 1781, right? Way before the movies were invented. It was, uh, and it was a seat of agriculture, right? All the orange groves, which are now, I know, shopping malls, but you know, Virgo ruling the earth and harvesting and fertility and agriculture and such. So, you know, it, it began that way. Uh, and then as it evolved into the, 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 20, uh, the, the 20th century with the arrival of the film industry, uh, you know, it, it, it built its, it, you know, its backbone was on all these hardworking people behind the scenes. So, um, you know, it, it's, but it is definitely... Um, changing and uh, this this eclipse is causing that the Uranus retrograde the the um, which is about to occur and of course this Jupiter Saturn Pluto conjunction right now Jupiter and Saturn Pluto have been as we know have been retrograde for the last few months so they're all taking a step back to like the artist stepping back from his canvas to say okay you know how am I doing with this transformation let's see what needs to be tweaked and as they turn around and coming up now, let us see, when is that? Uh, September 12th, Jupiter is going to go direct. And that is going to be right on, ta-da, on, it's, Jupiter is going to be on the Mars, you know, which is the business making, you know, the action and move forward movement, Mars and Capricorn. Jupiter is going to station direct on that Mars. So that's going to be a really big game changer, uh, you know, rethinking our wealth, of how we proceed, how we move forward as world leaders, as um, as the entertainment leader of the world. You know, and so this is this these last several months have been giving pause to that. Now Jupiter is going to be moving forward on that Mars, and then in um, in Saturn uh, later in the month. So it's about six seven weeks from now. Saturn is going to stop at twenty five Capricorn and go forward. So the Saturn's about building, you know, like when you're building something great, you're checking your, you step back and look, how's that foundation, the new foundation I'm building? Am I missing any bricks? Is there any leaks? You know, does something need, where are the boundaries? And, And how firm and strong is the structure? Do I need to redo something? So that's the conversation we've been having for a few months in terms of the structure of our reality and the structure of our society. So it's in that retro mode. It'll go direct. Um, it's at two degrees more. You know, it's it's 27 degrees right now. So it it's going to go direct in the end of September. And again, it is squaring the nodes. So Saturn is, you know, the taskmaster that's saying, okay, Los Angeles, you know, are you really... Are you learning, you know, the, the, the forward evolutionary journey is to be bold and creative and um, fully self-expressed individuals, but not egotistical, right? It's like having that big, generous Leo heart space and holding and shining that for yourself and for others. And how are you doing with that? You know, this is where we, we're asking ourselves now, because on September 28th, it's going to whatever we've set in, in internally and externally is going to be a reality. So, of course, with COVID, Mars rules the head and it's a major significator in health. You know, Mars rules that north node of L.A. You know, we could be seeing, it's certainly asking to be real and take responsibility. Like, okay, uh, right now we need to take care of ourselves, right? You're, you know, north node in Aries. Self-care, take care of yourself, be strong, Aries, Mars, be strong and be um, be deliberate and uh, and creative in how we um, how we move forward. But to the vital, it's like the vitality of the body 
is really important. And with COVID, obviously, it's, you know, Los Angeles, California in general, what Florida, California, and was it Louisiana right now are like the leaders. I think Florida is actually worse right now. But, you know, it's certainly as bad. Both places need to wake up. And since since LA is the, you know, movie capital of the world, <laughs> there's a lot riding on this. So um, everybody has to you know, stand up and work together. Uh, Pluto is going to go direct. Pluto is at the 22 degree Capricorn point right now. And it's going to be going direct in, it'll be, it's going to, it's there at um, 22 degrees. It's going to be there for like two months. It's actually the 17th of this month. So we've got another week before it, it hits that 22 point. But my goodness, until the from middle August to middle of November, Pluto's at that twenty two. That now, why am I harping on twenty two degrees? That's the degree of the Jupiter. I mean, the sorry, the Saturn Pluto conjunction in January that brought about coronavirus. So this could be a resurgence. I mean, it's almost like you know we were hoping as astrologers that it would just kind of take a back seat and that the possibility of it reoccurring could be there in the cards but it never really went away well i have news for you this is not <laughs> this is not a happy thing um this could get worse unfortunately it's absolutely essential that we take care of ourselves wear masks keep social distancing please don't go to bars you know, these people dying at rallies and it's just, it's insane. You know, these people that just show up like Sturgis, the bike fest, you know, 250,000 people in Sturgis, South Dakota. Ah, we don't care about masks. We just want to party. Well, good luck to you. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, you're making it harder and hurting everybody else. So when I say we have to be mindful of others, that's the example I'm trying to, you know, this is the thing. Think about the elderly person who's who you might pass something to, or think about that person passing it to you. So there I have it. All right, uh, let's see what else am I going to talk about. Retrograde. Yeah, Mars is going to retrograde over that north node of LA. So it's not only that we have the Jupiter-Saturn-Pluto freight train squaring those nodes, the evolutionary journey of what we are to embrace and release. So embracing unity and and releasing um, selfish, um, self-gratification, decadent pursuit, you know, <laughs> releasing all that. Uh, but not only that, but Mars is going to step, it's going to stop right next to that north node in LA. 28 degrees of Aries, your north node is 26 LA. So, Mars, take a step back, right? Let's maybe we need to rework things. Maybe our plans for moving ahead need to be tweaked. So even if we're tweaking it now, don't be disappointed and don't be disheartened if you have to change your plans again, because it's just the weather of what we're dealing with right now. So, you know, you just got to flow with it. We have to be fluid and uh, be willing to shift and not be reactive. Uh, don't, it's not about, that would not be a time to be impulsive. You know, Mars, the dark side of Mars is combative, aggressive, and reactive and impulsive. So we, the refined version of what we really need to cultivate is to be elevated and to um, move beyond that warlike nature. Um, you know, declare war on war, <laughs> you know, um, what do you need to do? I don't know, get a Buddhist, uh, a Buddhist statue or something and meditate in front of it and do your pranayama and your breathing and cultivate as, as peaceful mind and strong, vital body as, as much as possible. Um, this is, this is what's being called forth. So, uh, and also I would say in terms of the industry and the, and the business, right? Mars is the, the business, the, the business man, you could say, and in the fifth house. So yeah, the, the very business, rethinking the, the direction of, of the movie industry, you know, of where do we lead and how do we lead and in what way? And, and, you know, certainly in a, with a way that embraces a people of color, Black and BIPOC, right? Black Indigenous people of color, women. You know that this this is the time where we are re we're reweaving, we're we're dismantling the old weaving, and we're creating a new tapestry here. 
that will be our legacy. This is what, you know, what we lay down now is going to affect us for the next, you know, the, the, uh, can't speak, the generations to follow. Ah, as I take a sip of water. Ah, okay. Uh, let's see. Did I want to talk about, um, yeah, okay. We got the event chart progressions. Yep. And in the progress chart, uh, here's more Uranus conversations. It's a, it's a very strong signature here. Uh, we have progressed Uranus is also, yeah, it's at the same. It doesn't move much in a progress chart, those outer planets. So, uh, let's see anything else I want to say. Yeah, I think that's good for the progressed and the uh, the transiting charge. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay, um, I'm looking at the ev- current transits right now and, and the natal chart. And it, I just, you know, here's a little chuckle. Okay, I gave you a lot of heavy stuff. Now we got to like, oh, let's lighten up. Um, we have in the chart of LA, we have, uh, there are these, you know, I always throw in those asteroids, uh, asteroid Hygieia, which rules health and healing and, uh, asteroid Requiem, believe it or not, <laughs> are conjunct in the chart of LA in Leo, in the ninth house. So there is this incredibly boundless pursuit of health and vitality to look like a queen or a king raging against the dying light, you could say, in Leo. You know, Leo, the sun in Leo is, the solstice is is the high point in the summer, right? By the time August arrives, late July to late August, the sun is waning, you know, it's starting its descent. And so it's like the the, the rage against the dying light, you know, it's like this valiant effort to always look youthful and gorgeous, you know, (laughs) it's it's like it's right there in the chart. You wonder why all those plastic surgeons. So, and it's, on another note, you have Mercury and asteroid Utopia are conjunct in Leo. And Utopia is conjunct Regulus, which is one of the biggest shining stars. It's like the kingly, queenly star of the monarchy, you know, and, and the king. And so, yes, Utopia, is, you know, heaven is movies. Heaven is feeling like a king and uh, the lavish life, the good life. You know, Mercury conjunct. Well, yeah, how do we get that? Through our movies, you know, through our... Um, you know, our sharing and our um, socializing and darling air kiss, you know, (laughs) it's pretty interesting. So uh, let's see, is there anything else I wanted to say about that? Uh, Oh, you know, maybe you'd be interested in a little piece of history. I don't know for all of you film history buffs, but in, um, there is an, there is actually a, an asteroid called Vaticana, like the Vatican. So I figured, okay, in the 1930s, the Vatican came to Los Angeles and started a censorship. It was under the Vatican. Um, the censorship office was to regulate, you know, could you see what part, parts of bodies could you see? What kind of kissing could you see? This kind of uh, energy. And it's um, the Hayes office. It was named after Cardinal Hayes. Well, interestingly enough, the Vatican is in the sixth house in Taurus and in the chart of L.A. So there it is, regulating Venus, the goddess, regulating um, the, 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 uh, the work, the daily routine and work of the film industry uh, was, it was very much, um, you know, a part of the Vatican left a very strong imprint and it's conjunct the Chiron. So the economy, you know, the filmmaking economy the arts and entertainment um, in, uh, because Venus rules that sixth house of daily work, right? Venus is in Libra, conjunct Neptune, so there's the movie business. And so um, the Vatican having that very strong grip on that and um, perhaps, you know, people feeling lesser than, people being censored, you know, I know uh, Mae West, I, I, I watched a fabulous documentary recently, and I'm sure you can find it. It's, it was on NPR about a month ago, and it was on Mae West. 
Uh, I didn't, there's so much about her I didn't know, but it was really uh, phenomenal. But I, I think that, be, you know, because she was such a, a this green goddess that was so se sexually uh, liberated and self-expressed. So in the 1930s, that was really unheard of. And everybody loved her and she was uh, very uh, brilliant, gorgeous, you know, and she'd have those quips and those one-liners, you know, come up and see me and all these sexual innuendos and double entendres and all that she would kind of slip into her banter and into these silent films and uh, which many of which you can you know look up on Netflix and Amazon it's there are plenty of them and uh, and even YouTube you know you can see at least clips of them but if you're not familiar with if you're really really young and you've <laughs> never seen a Mae West film go see one she was one of the greatest icons of the golden era of Hollywood but she came it came down on her um, this censorship and the Hayes office and they they really they could see how people were just embracing her in the 30s you know with this when Uranus was last in Taurus right the the breaking out of the goddess and there she was uh, doing that and then the Hayes office was uh, created in large response to her energy of not I'm not saying it was only her but she was a major agent and agent provocateur as, as we would say in French um, to um, to get them going and certainly they were threatened by that you know they they wanted the control and uh, she represented everything that they wanted to squelch so I think that's fascinating that the Vatican conjunct the Chiron the wounded healer you know in the in the Venusian goddess archetype in the sixth house I just think that was pretty amazing so you, you could even see the influence of that and that's breaking down uh, all of that is absolutely breaking down um, but COVID, let me just circle back one more time. Um, this is ex in a very intense time right now. We have uh, with COVID, Co Hygieia, the planet of hygiene, whether we get the word hygiene from, Hygieia, not the planet Hygieia, sorry, asteroid Hygieia and Karma are conjunct right now in Cancer and um, in and conjunct the Destiny's Gate, the vertex in the chart of L.A., so that's a very fateful happening. What is occurring right now with COVID? It's, um, it's, it's quite, you know, this is something that we don't fool with. We can see in how it's playing out that it's, it's creating a lot of um, tension and um, a very much a need to wake up and get, get really on it. Uh, the moon rules the vertex of LA. Well, where's, where's the moon? In Aries. And where is that in the chart? It's exactly opposing Neptune. So we cannot delude ourselves about being strong and vital. This is something, um, and, and if we ignore and choose to ignore that, well, it's, that's the end. You know, it's in the eighth house of death, in, the, in, in death and renewal. Yes, you can renew yourself. But if you don't take that and if you stay stuck in survival or comfort zone patterns, it's going to cost you. That's really what this, this chart is saying right now. So uh, I think that's about it. Did I cover all my bases? Let's see. Oh, I think so. Do you know the COVID? The part of fortune? Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's all I wanted to say about um, about that. And let's see. Um, hold on a second. Oh yes. Um, yeah, I think we're pretty much done with. Um, yeah, with the chart of L.A. Just a little um, general weather report thing. Uh, we've got here. Uh, Venus in, I just want to say, and this is, you know, moving off the subject of, um, of Los Angeles. Um, you know what? Let's just say this. Okay. One more thing about LA. You know how we have this archetype of the, you know, like the gold digger. I mean, it's actually in the chart of LA, you know, there's like a, a girl that goes to, you know, gets on the bus and goes to Hollywood to be a star and, you know, maybe doesn't quite make it, but is, you know, the, the outrageous rents, you know, you got to do what you got to do to survive and they become some kind of gold digger or starstruck and, you know, marry or hook up with some, some rich dude. Well, <laughs> it's fascinating to see 
you know, Neptune and Venus are conjunct in the sign of Libra. So there's that charming woman that can um, absolutely, um, you know, it can be jealousy and rivalry and, um, you know, kind of thing or stepping over somebody and taking advantage of someone in the, in the world of glamour and beauty and alienating people as a result. It's very much a part of L.A., um, the uh, Lilith, the the actual um, the the sign Lilith, dark moon Lilith, um, is in um, is in the sign which represents you know what is how do I say it? Lilith is like the weak point of like in this case it, it's a, a it's about attachment to possessions and um, you know self gratification you know you could say um, uh, being right. Uh, so, um, in this, in this case here, um, with those in power, okay. Ah, very fascinating, right? Do you think, um, women, um, where, where I would say where the collective of, of LA gets provoked and tempt and tempted is to be, um, you know, I'll do anything to be a star and I'm, um, you know, I will be, you know, my vanity will, and my, uh, my vanity and uh, ego will override anything. You know, it's, it's actually, that's what we see. And where we have to apply ourselves, Lilith is where we apply ourselves to get rid of this darkness is to, in this case, to be selfless, um, to look out for others rather than just me, me, me. It's what we need to change in ourselves as as the Angelinos, right? As Angelinos go, that would that would be my Lilith conversation. Lilith is in Taurus. I mean, sorry, Lilith, Lilith is in Aries, I'm trying to say. So, yes, uh, <clears throat> very interesting. Um, and to be self-expressed in the movie business and to shed, you know, it's about the desire to to release yourself from, um, you know, when I think of Harvey Weinstein and all these women being uh, abused and sexually harassed, you know, that's certainly... Um, when when Pluto was going uh, squaring that point, that's when the worst of that was all coming out in the in the film business. Um, now Pluto is is uh, past that point, and and basically all of them. Saturn's still making a square there, but we're work we're all working that out. We're reinventing ourselves newly to uh, where we are not feeling like this this the the divine aspect of ourselves that needs to be nourished and fully expressed, where that is now getting healed finally. Anyway, all right, so enough for LA. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you found that useful. Um, but I just want to say about the um, Venus and Mars right now this week, so turning our attention to the world weather. Um, Venus was at zero degrees. It w- entered just the other day. It entered Cancer, zero degrees Cancer. Now it's at three degrees as we speak. Um, but it was at zero Cancer. So Cancer being a cardinal sign, zero being the world point you know, it's um, a cardinal, it's cardinal energy, it's leadership. It was where the eclipse happened in June. Well, Venus passing the eclipse point, typically we don't look at Venus. We really look at Mars, and if there are outer planets like Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto hitting eclipse points, as they have been for the last two years, do you think craziness? Yes, but I wanted to point out that Venus, in the sign of Cancer takes maybe about six weeks for Venus to move through a sign. So it was interesting. I'm thinking, oh, you know, Venus is typically associated with beneficence and it's, you know, it's, it's considered a benefic planet, um, but it can also have its dark side. So um, Venus and Cancer, you know, the dark side is like jealousy and, and it can be war too, you know, and so the war of the sexes, if you Think about that was such a big deal in the 70s, you know, the war of the sexes. But, um, but certainly, you know, Venus tug, t- r- tumbling it out with Mars. Um, but Venus and Cancer, what happened when the day that Venus entered zero Cancer? Critical degree, right? Kind of gives you a kind of, if you remember co- previous conversations, uh, any planet at zero degrees gives you kind of like this, this view of what, like a, like a template for the entire expression of of um, that planet and that sign. So the zero degree is almost, you know, like the, I like to use the example of the uh, acorn and the oak. 
So inside the little acorn is contained the entire pro, uh, type, uh, the archetype of the oak tree. The, the full expression is, is in the sign of, um, is, is contained in that. So what happened on that day? Well, for one thing, we had floods in Mumbai, and I saw this outrageous video. These, they were like three, four feet high going down the street in Mumbai, like class six rapids, you know, moving down the street, destroying these neighborhoods, burying these cars in water. I don't know if it was for mudslides, but, you know, cancer is a water sign. So we knew, as I had mentioned when I did the eclipse coverage, we would be seeing a lot of earth changes with water. So we had Mumbai floods. The same day, we also had Mont Blanc was evacuated in France. It's the highest peak in France. Well, the glacier there has attracted people for, I don't know, 150 years. They've had resorts there. As far as I remember, it goes back to the 19th century. Uh, ski resorts, you know, world-class skiing in the French Alps. Well, they had to close and evacuate the town because the glacier, because of global warming, has been receding uh, further and further and further, melting over the years. And if you, if you look it up on Google, you can see some outstanding photographs and they show the measurement in these pictures and they put markers of where it was, you know, 100 years ago versus 50 years ago versus 10 versus now. And it has been this exponentially huge drop in the glacier. Well, now they, they, it might just completely, you know, dissolve and melt. And they actually, and I looked at the astrology and I'm thinking it could very well happen in the next two weeks where we come, the moon and such coming into these alignments that could really trigger that, especially with Uranus going retrograde next week in Taurus. Taurus is the earth sign, right? A sudden change in the earth. Here it is, cancer, water, glacier, frozen water. Anyway, uh, so that was that. And uh, Mercury in Leo, well, Mercury, Leo is luxury and resorts, and Mercury is quick. So they had to quickly evacuate the resort town. So there it was, Mercury and Leo, yep, quick evacuation. And yes, they did the right thing. So, uh, you know, I I don't know if they... (laughs) Highly doubt they use astrologers, but intuitively they knew, and the astrology is backing it up. Yes, it's time to get the heck out of Dodge. You don't want to be living next to that glacier right now. Things are about to radically change. The other thing that happened on that day was the Canadian ice shelf, the Milne Ice Shelf in Canada, which has been there for 4,000 years, just broke off. And it's like the piece of ice is the size of Manhattan, which I think, if I recall, isn't that 26 miles long, Manhattan? Something like that. Anyway, they said that if that iceberg, you know, of course, spawning, spawning, spawning all of these um, icebergs, and if an iceberg hit an oil rig up there, it'll just plow through that oil rig. Like, that, that is not cool right? It's kind of like the Titanic, right? That dang piece of ice, man, it just ripped the side of the Titanic. And that's probably what it'll do to an oil rig. So we're looking at some pretty serious things here. Um, So Venus is about possessions. And so Venus and Cancer hitting that eclipse point was like, look at our our values and our possessions and money too. It's, you know, when you think about investments in oil rigs and such, and um, and values. Well, here's, you know, people who live in the luxurious town of the Mont Blanc Resort and the, the town around there. It's all, you know, very high, the, the good life, you could say, Venus archetype. So here it is, you know, that getting very uh, upended. The end of this uh, good life, you could say, in Mont Blanc, you know, pack your stuff and leave because this glacier is about to inundate. And the same would be said for for Mumbai, you know, whatever comfort they had there in their comfort zone, definitely being challenged. So, um, yeah, so there we go. This uh, Uranus is going to be retrograding. It'll start at 10 degrees, 42 minutes next week. And I'm going to do probably, you know what, I'll probably do the next podcast on the Uranus new moon. Yes, that's important. But and this Uranus in um, Taurus retrograde because that, that's going to, yeah, there's a lot to be said about that, that it's going to take us in a different direction. So I'll just wrap this up here. Um, let's see. 
let's look at the cities. Yeah, the city archetype. Oh, one more thing. Just Mars is at today at 22 degrees of Aries. So that's exactly squaring that COVID-19, Jupiter, you know, the Saturn-Pluto conjunction from January. It was at 22 Capricorn. Mars is at 22 Aries right now. So that is, um, you know, as we have seen, this is stirring up a lot more COVID cases. Um, I'm concerned about children. Uh, Pluto is going to be squaring when it when it does that retrograde. Mars is going to be squaring the Pluto of these young children, these babies up until like five years old, about five six, um, would be very indirectly affected by that. So um, I would say just to be really you know take care of all children, of course, of everybody, but. Uh, the bullying factor too with Mars squaring Pluto that's that's ugly and so really watching out for children and others with bullying you know it's in a very tense situation never in our history have we dealt with this with going back to school with uh, which is already you know very difficult for kids especially with the rise of bullying in the last several years but then you add COVID on top of that so we have got to be there for our children um, there was a there was a march in New York City today, and they showed New York City teachers carrying body bags and like these coffins down the street, you know, to protest about COVID in schools. And you know, yeah, they're they're calling it out. So God bless them. Um, this is going to be uh, Mars is going to be at this. Watch what happens now because this is going to play out again in the first week of October when Mars will retrograde back over that twenty two point. So October. As you know, if you have listened to the webinar, which is still for sale, by the way, a little, little commercial break here, on the website, you can check that out if you want. But Mars is going to hit this point again in October, first week of October. So it's all, you know that word term, October surprise, it comes to mind. Uh, that is also the exact same time we have the North Node at, tw- it's a magical number, 22 gateways, right? 22 Gemini, the North Node. Well, that's Trump's North Node and, and I mean, and his son. So Trump is, I think he's going to pull a fast one. I think there's some desperate measures that he's, he might even, he might invent some kind of, I don't know, hopefully not some conflict. I don't want to say the W word, but you know, some kind of uh, to, to distract people or to maybe think that you know, maybe they need to call off the election or postpone it. You know, he'll, he'll try to do something, which I know he's already trying, but these energies are definitely stepping up. So just to be on the, on the lookout for that, uh, that, that ev- when his North nodes, he's in a nodal return, it'll hit him in October and November. And that is, you know, the North node meter maid checking in, like, how are you evolving? Are you listening to others? Are you allowing in other points of view? Hmm. Well, you tell me. Uh, anyway, so that's going to be, yeah, that's going on now. And we'll be seeing that again. Watch what happens because it'll, it, this is a, a, a kind of a, an element or quality of what's going on now is going to repeat. Um, he mentioned today in the news that he was, he was thinking about having his uh, speech to accept the Republican nomination for president either at the White House or at Gettysburg. And I'm like, dude, you got to be kidding. The site of the bloodiest Civil War conflict, you're going to announce a run for... Like, what are you trying to tell us? Like, is that your way of rattling your chains and your sword? Really? You know, this god-awful bloody battlefield memorial site? Uh, I mean, goodness gracious, you got to be kidding me. Why don't you go to, like, a a place for peace, you know? But you've never been about peace, dude. We know that. But it's just so disheartening to read that. So this, this makes us more determined to stand for the light and to not engage in that energy, to be as um, inspiring and courageous in our own right and collectively for a new society that is built on peace and compassion. So I guess I will leave you with that. Ah, what are these remedies? What can we do? Keep chanting. Keep staying in your heart. Get out of your head, engage your heart, whatever that looks like, yoga, meditation, sound healing, you know, crystal bowls, 
whatever, you know, um, exercise is vital. Keep your vital life force up with Mars and Aries. You know, it's certainly favoring athleticism and getting out there. Um, So, but, you know, again, using our power in a very productive fashion, not destructive, but constructive and productive, not reductive and destructive. (laughs) So that's it. All right, folks, that's all for now. Um, Yay, I bid you adieu and many, many, many blessings. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. Take care. Have a great, great week. Bye-bye for now.